Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 5th of September, the 248th day of 2022, giving us 124 days until 2023. Today is Labor Day, inspired by the General Assembly of the Knights of Labor convening in New York in September 1882. In that sense, Labor Day, intended to honor and recognize the American labor movement and the works and contributions of laborers to the development and achievements of the United States, has been celebrated now for 140 years. Today in 1666, the Great Fire of London ended, leaving 13,200 houses destroyed and eight people dead. Today in 1698, Russian Tsar Peter the Great imposed a tax on beards. Today, in 1885, the first gasoline pump was delivered to a gasoline dealer in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Today, in 1889, German Christine Hart patented the first modern brassiere. Today, in 1957, Viking Press published Jack Kerouac's On the Road. Today, in 1958, Boris Pasternak's Dr. Zhivago was published in the United States. Today in 1961, President John Kennedy authorized underground nuclear testing. This morning and tomorrow morning, just before sunrise and low in the eastern sky, Venus, for us the brightest planet, and Regulus, the brightest star in the constellation Leo the Lion, pair up in a fine astronomical display. Wednesday and Thursday evenings are waxing gibbous moon keeps company with Saturn in the southeastern sky, and Friday evening brings us September's full moon, the harvest moon, as it's the closest full moon to the autumnal equinox coming up in a couple of weeks. At the beginning of this week in down east Maine, we are appreciative of many things, not the least of which today and tomorrow include temperatures at night in the 50s, and daytime highs no more than the 70s. Some of us are also grateful for our association with the hope of the future. In other words, students. Students have long been referred to as the hope of the future for obvious reasons. Who better than they to devote our attention to, as they are indeed barometers of what lays before us, harbingers of how stuff will shake out. For example, during an informal, impromptu poll last Thursday in one of my classes, none of my students knew what forever chemicals were, freely admitting they hadn't ever heard of PFAS. I had asked this question because that day on the front page of the Bangor Daily News was a story under the headline, UM Professor Researching How to Destroy Toxic PFAS. In, other, in another instance, in another class, a student stayed after to ask me what I meant when I asked on a worksheet for them to provide specifics and details. Immediately, I imagined the ironical nature of what passes for schooling, and a Mark Twain quote sprang to mind, the one where he says, Soap and education are not as sudden as a massacre, but they are more deadly in the long run. Meanwhile, the New York Times reports that just as 90,000 COVID infections and 475 deaths due to COVID are still being recorded daily in the United States, the Food and Drug Administration this past Wednesday authorized 
the first redesign of coronavirus vaccines since they were rolled out in late 2020, setting up millions of Americans to receive new booster doses targeting Omicron subvariants as early as this week. The United States to date has had 95 million cumulative cases of COVID since the first reported instances of the disease on January 21, 2020, BA4 and BA5 Omicron variants being responsible for almost all recent cases. So we continue to be the world's leader in COVID, with 16% of the world's 605 million cases, when we're only 4% of the world's population. And again, 5 million of the world's 605 million cases were recorded in the previous week, or since the past week. Elsewhere in the world, the major industrialized nations continue to hold second through seventh places, ranging from 45 million cumulative cases in India to 35 million cases in France and in Brazil, 33 million cases in Germany, and 24 million cases in the UK and in South Korea since the beginning of the pandemic more than two and a half years ago. On the fatal front worldwide, current numbers of deaths due to COVID are officially now at 6.5 million, while COVID deaths here in the United States, according to Johns Hopkins and other credible sources, are presently at 1.1 million. Not a big number, perhaps, unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID. Worldwide, more than 12.1 billion doses of vaccine have been administered. Today in 1946 in Stonetown, in the British protectorate of Zanzibar, which is now part of Tanzania, Farouk Bulsara, who would become Freddie Mercury, was born to Bomi and Jer Bulsara, who were from the Parsi community of western India. Mercury's father was a cashier for the British colonial office, moving from time to time as directed by his superiors, and Mercury spent much of his childhood in India, taking piano lessons from age seven while living with relatives. At age eight, he was sent to a British-style boarding school for boys, St. Peter's School, in Panjgani, near Bombay. He formed a school band, the Hectics, at age eight, covering rock and roll artists such as Cliff Richard and Little Richard. Dentally, Mercury had been born with four extra incisors, to which he attributed his enhanced vocal range. Musically, one of his hectic's bandmates said Mercury had, quote, an uncanny ability to listen to the radio and replay it on the piano. During this time, Mercury began to call himself Freddie. In 1964, Mercury and his family fled to England to escape political violence in Zanzibar, after which Mercury studied art and graphic design in London, graduated from Ealing Art College in 1969. Participation in a series of bands followed, and in 1970, Mercury teamed up with guitarist Brian May, drummer Roger Taylor, and bassist John Deacon in the band Smile, which Mercury pushed to rename as Queen. Today is also the birthday in 1638 of Louis XIV, King of France, also known as the Sun King, who reigned from 1643 to 1715, longest ever in the country's history. In 1847 of Jesse James, an American outlaw who's the son of a clergyman. 
1912 of American composer John Cage, in 1929 of comedian Bob Newhart, in 1940 of American actress Raquel Welsh, in 1946 of American folk singer-songwriter Loudon Wainwright III, in 1947, of American rock drummer Buddy Miles. In 1951, of American actor Michael Keaton. And in 1969, of American rock guitarist Dweezil Zappa. From Arnold, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the 12th week of summer, and happy Labor Day. <laughs>